You are listening to the VC20 Podcast Weekly Devotional, a space for spiritual reflection and meaningful meditation. Hello, VC20. This is Milani Duarte. It is good to be with you. Last week, we started talking about spiritual disciplines. This month, I'm working through a theme. And so if you haven't listened to that first podcast, I encourage you to pause and go do that. It will help you understand what we're talking about today and the coming weeks. Today, we'll be reading from Galatians 5, 19 through 26. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying with each other. Last week we defined a discipline as any activity that we can do by direct effort that will help us to do what we cannot do now by direct effort. It's spiritual when we when they help us to grow in our faith or to live in what Paul called the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I'm sure that as I read that, for those of you who went to church growing up, you were singing the song. What makes spiritual disciplines is that they help us to grow in our faith, which means that they're a means to an end. Like when you go to the gym and you start doing crunches, Crunches are just motions, but you do them because they produce something. Maybe you want a six-pack. Spiritual disciplines are like that. Their meaning is not found in the practice themselves, but what they can help you achieve. Last week, we talked about spiritual disciplines and how they help us to be with Jesus, our rabbi how they help us partner with the Holy Spirit and invite him into spaces and the places that we occupy. This week, I want to talk about spiritual disciplines as the way to become like Jesus. When the disciples were being asked to follow Jesus, they were being asked to reorient their lives so that they could be with and eat with and spend time with Jesus day in and day out, so that they could continue his work. This was true for any rabbi at the time. The goal was to learn from them in order to be like them, do what they did, carry out their teaching after them. Not sure if any of you have been discipled by another Christian. If not, I would strongly encourage 
looking into that, my senior year in college, I was discipled by a man called Philip Fox. And after a few months of meeting with him weekly, I started, I started praying like him. I started adapting the spiritual practices that he did. In short, I started to absorb what he thought, how he lived, and I started to become like him. We see this happen all the time. Sometimes when we hang out around certain people, we begin to become like them. And this is sometimes good or a not great thing, depending on who you're allowing yourself to be influenced by. And this is what happened. Through being with him, the disciples became like Jesus. A great example of this in the Bible is Peter. One minute, Jesus is rebuking him and always correcting him. And all of a sudden, he's in acts preaching like and casting demons like and being like Jesus. Him, the one who Jesus said to get behind, like Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Him. You can't help but become like Jesus the more you spend time with him, the more you are with him. Spiritual disciplines help us partner with the Holy Spirit. They help us to be with Jesus every day. They help us quiet our minds in order to gain better awareness of him in every room. And then through that, we begin to become like him. They are the things that give us the capacity to then go and love our neighbors in the way that Jesus loved his neighbors, to choose patience and kindness when we want to snap at people on a regular basis. And believe me, people will notice. People will see this because we are then transformed from the inside out. It is transformed people that transformed. It is, tra- it is freed people that free. Guys, this is where the money is. (laughs) This is how we gain the capacity to engage the poor and go into spaces and places where others won't go and not become consumed by it. This is what allows us or helps us to say yes to what God is calling us into. And like I said, spiritual disciplines aren't the end goal. It's Jesus. Spiritual disciplines help us retrain our minds and our bodies to seek him and to follow him practically. My friend Kelsey calls them the seemingly insignificant things that lead to real transformation. We will be learning from specific spiritual disciplines and how else to use them for transformation in the next month or so. To start, I'll just share a few. Reading, meditating on, and mesmerizing verses of the Bible. This is so, so important. We believe that the Bible is God's word. It is truth. Doing this practice increases our faith. It can help us keep our mind, heart, and heart on what is true. It leads to intimacy with God, which is what we want, right? We want intimacy with the Lord. Some other ones are fasting, silence, tithing, solitude, Sabbath, celebration, worship, prayer. Keep in mind that we call them practices and disciplines for a reason. A marathon is 26.2 miles. 
You can't just wake up tomorrow and run a marathon. You could if you have been training for months, but maybe not on a whim. Definitely not on a whim, actually. Spiritual disciplines take time. And the same way that it would take time to practice to run a whole marathon. They take work. They aren't a way to earn favor with God. They don't have to be unpleasant. Actually, they can be really life-giving. We'll be learning more about disciplines for the next month. I will start picking a discipline and start introducing that. But for now... For the next week, pick a discipline and start introducing it every day. Keep in mind that it is a way for you to be with Jesus. Start small. For instance, if you pick fasting, don't fast the whole week. Maybe you fast three hours every morning and then you work your way up to a full day. Remember that you are building endurance. And expect to experience some resistance. But remember, your flesh is not your friend. Of course you will experience resistance. When we are crushed for time or capacity, our spiritual disciplines are the first things to be taken out. We check them really quickly out of our schedule. When we are pressed for time, we seek comfort. We seek what is easy. We seek routine which is a shame because spiritual disciplines help us to be with and become like Jesus. It is the practices that we do daily that give us what Jesus called life and life to the full. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys again next week.